Hello and welcome to another episode of Nolo Time. My name is Hobbit Velez and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, Nolo Time? Obed, good to be back with you, man. How are you doing? Good to be here. I'm good, except for my back again. If you're a fan of the show, you would know of my struggles. Uh, Insert the Tobey Maguire, I'm back. Uh, yeah, basically, back. basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember the good old days, man, when I still had wars on those, like, heavy pain meds for my back? And I, <laughs> I would come into the podcast all loopy and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those were the days. That's definitely good old days. Good old days. Yeah, <laughs> there's a way to phrase it. Good old days. When so, you were in the, when you were in the closet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go back, if you go back, probably you know four years back. Like, I'd say around episode thirty. Yeah, like from like thirty to like fifty. Yeah, those episodes, man. I was a rough listen now, but hey, you know, you've we've grown. You've grown with us, so. It's another yeah, form yeah. of entertainment, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Especially when you're <laughs> high on Percocet. <laughs> uh, no, oh I'm, boy, I'm good. I'm, ma- I'm managing. I'm managing the back pain. Not too bad. Good, but, good. Uh, but doing well, doing well, man. How are you doing? Good, good. Man, I'm doing good too. You know, um, been busy as well. So it's one of those times I think for both of us where we're just kind of, you know, pushing through. Um, I got to watch on Netflix uh, the new Luther movie with Idris Elba. So it's based off of, you know, the original BBC Luther the show, uh, yeah. show that happened in 2010. Uh, Bro, I was not prepared for this movie, dude. It's intense. Really? Okay. And not only, so Andy Serkis is in it. And I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, right? Okay. right? Andy Serkis is the main villain in the movie. It is like, it, I honestly was thinking to myself, like, okay, there's somebody who's involved with like the Batman comics, something like in, involved in any of that type of uh, DC side of things involved in the creative for this, because it was so much like a Batman arc and story. And wow. Andy Serkis sold me on, like, if you want needed someone to be the Joker, that man was the without doing the laugh thing because he doesn't do the whole laugh or yeah. laugh or whatever. He's he's more serious. Like bro, totally the Joker. Um, there Luther himself, you know, is a great detective. Yeah, I heard you that. Know, I heard that show's through. real good. I never watched it, but I heard it's really good. That's the thing. I didn't watch the the original show. I can't lie. I'm familiar with it, but I didn't watch it. But uh, I don't think you needed to have watched the show to watch the movie. The movie works fine on so it was a good standalone. I recommend it on Netflix, and I don't recommend much on Netflix these days. But uh, you <laughs> just need something to watch. You need yeah. something to watch that that's that's new. Not one to watch with the kids, though. Oh no, no, no! Extremely, no. Would, extremely brutal. Yeah, I would, I would, but, I would uh, think so. Yeah, I would, I would think. But uh, let me tell you, what a what a what a movie, man! Uh, cool. I mean, I was I thought that was like Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight. Like, there's moments of things, clash of the games. Yeah, I can go on and on about that. But uh, yeah, got to see that movie. Um, I got to also see uh, the 65 movie, um, <laughs> the Adam Driver one. And. Um, Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Yeah. It is so, <laughs> so, have you seen A Quiet Place yet? I have not, no. Okay. Obviously, recommending both of them. Um, the first one's, though, really, really good. Um, it, it's like, you know, people like horror and they like suspense, but most of the time when you think of horror and suspense, it's always like supernatural and, you know, like some some kids possessed or some crazy, you know, thing like that. But I don't know. I think that the way that like the Quiet Place movies do their storyline, 
um, is gives you the same type of suspense you might have in some of these other supernatural things, but it's not grounded without spoiling what it actually is that they are facing in those movies. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's, you know, it's not nothing like that, but, um, but yeah, so with this one, my point being is with this new movie, 65, it's from the same creative team from A Quiet Place, to my understanding. Okay. Uh, and you can really tell. Uh, the dinosaurs are exactly like the creatures in A Quiet Place. They use them in a similar way. Not much dialogue. And I think that they probably saved a lot of money just having most money to go probably to Adam and and the the young girl that, that's with him, the actress. Um, and it's it's like it gives you a little last of us it gives you a little little quiet place um there's a lot of issues with the story and connectivity um so it's not really a good movie from that standpoint but it's a good suspense movie uh, i thought cool. i thought the suspense elements were some of the best parts of it so fan of a quiet place make sure you check out 65 cool cool i also watched the movie Movie that I've been wanting to watch for a while. I finally I got a Blu-ray copy of Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Oh, tell and, me. And it was really good. It's really good. Um I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that it's probably the best Dragon Ball movie. Mm. Because it's the it, it's it's the is the Dragon Ball movie that, that actually feels like a movie, right? Like it's it's done. It feels like it was done from the ground up as a as a theatrical release, and it was it was very very good, Joel. It was very good, um, like like to the point where, even if you have passing knowledge and passing interest in Dragon Ball, you would still enjoy it. Wow! Like I mean, because they, they they do a they do a little bit of a recap at the beginning, right? Because the the whole red ribbon army is so far removed from uh i guess contemporary lore i mean not even i mean the only it was brought up during cell right in in z and super at the beginning with uh p laugh and whatnot but in my but but it doesn't like it's it's more of an arc from the original dragon ball uh series and you know you have a little recap at the beginning uh the there's a whole like, you know, kind of like Robotnik Knuckles thing going on with the villains and and all that, and I, it's it, it was really well done. It was really cool. Um, like they they dropped, dude. They dropped the, that was a huge 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 lore drop. Um, if you are a fan of of uh, the uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, there's a whole, there's a lore drop. It's a frame, dude. It's a wow. frame for like two seconds. I had to rewind it, and I was screaming. I was like, "They no. do what?" It was nuts. It was really good. Um, I, I recommend watching it. Honestly, I think mm. it's on Crunchyroll. If it's not on Crunchyroll yet, I think it's gonna be out soon. But you know, I was able to manage it and grab a copy on Blu-ray. It, it was really good. I loved it because, like, my two favorite Dragon Ball characters were the stars of the show. You know, it's Piccolo and Gohan. And mm. you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge Piccolo mark. Like, if, if you, if, you know, I, I think I would say that Piccolo is probably my my favorite Dragon Ball character um, because of, you know, he ha he's the one that really has, um, I, I mean, Vegeta does too, but, but uh, Piccolo's arc is, I, I think, 
to a, a, a grander scale than than Vegeta's, if you ask me. It's you know kind of it's it's weird, but I, I just love Piccolo so much. And then Gohan is my it's like so good. Like he's my favorite out of all the you know the Saiyans, but the way that they did it, like I like only only letdown right. It was like the the ending was so hype that I wanted it to be longer. But mm. then, but then I realized that they've been fighting for like forty five minutes already. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's fine, you know. But I want yeah, more. But I want more. Yeah, to cut it short, right? And and I like the other the other movie, the Broly the the Broly movie uh, from Dragon Ball Super. I like that one too. Um, you know the uh, the old Dragon Ball movies, with the exception of you know maybe the first Broly movie and and the you know Metal Cooler, they're they're very hidden miss. Those movies are more cash grabs more than anything the you know but this one just feels like a, a you know a, a, it was done with love and the animation is really good it's cg because it's it's you know uh it, it's all cg cell shaded and it looks good i a lot of people complain about that because the broly movie was you know traditionally animated but you know i had some cg here and there but it was mostly traditional and it looked it's still that movie is it's you know, visually is very striking. So it's very cool. But this one, you know, for the CG, for the first time that they've done CG on, on Dragon Ball, it, it felt good. You know, like it looked good. You know, nothing. I have no complaints, honestly. It was it was great. The pacing was good. It's like even the pacing, dude, is the pacing sometimes is off in this kind of sort of movies. And it just feels felt right and i was like oh man, this was really good like overall like i even let the credits roll all the way there and it's like oh yeah okay it's like and then it had a stinger at the end i was like great okay so that's cool um but yeah it was, it was good uh you know i enjoyed it enjoyed it quite a bit so um yeah it, it was good it was, I, i'm very happy so that's a you know old school dragon ball fan i highly recommend it, so. <laughs> i do hope that they Either you know continue doing movies or or I mean there 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 there's three arcs or two complete arcs on the Dragon Ball Super manga that are not animated yet, so hopefully they can probably get those going because yeah, fans want more and this movie was good like this movie was like number one that weekend right or something when it came out on the movie on the theater oh yeah it was huge yeah, yeah. um it was so up there for a while yeah I mean it's it's definitely like i could see it right so it, it was good but that's i get it gets my seal of, seal of approval for that movie so <laughs> i'm good yeah two thumbs up from me <laughs> yeah cool um do you want to talk mando first or you want to talk what bad badge bad bad let's, let's talk about bad badge because to me it was yeah kind of inconsequential <laughs> yeah um, yeah it, it was it was a good episode, right? Um, yeah. I think it's opening the possibilities to, ha, huh, maybe this is where a lot of clones end up being, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't I don't really know where they're, where they're going, right? With the uh, the whole uh, what was the name of the planet? Polo. Oh, I don't even was remember. Polo or Polo, something like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, overall, overall, it was fine. You know. Um, I have nothing else to say. It, it was fine. It just doesn't really add to anything. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that it does for the future because the characters that were introduced were, I think that in, they were interesting. So, 
but I, I really don't see too much there. Yeah, I, I think that you hit it on the head when you said that, like, the setup, this was more of a setup, I think, or foreshadowing for how this whole thing may end. Um, and I mean that in the sense of, like, the clones that do live, including Clone Force 99, like, any of them that do actually make it, uh, I think that this is a, this is now you've created a part of the lore of Star Wars of like this is a place in theory that they can go and disappear and you don't have to actually kill off all of these characters. We don't need to see them all because we let's be honest, like you can't just have the, the Clone Force 99 just keep running around as renegades. That <laughs> right. throws off like what we do know from a timeline, Star Wars timeline standpoint. My point is it can only go for so long, right? Yeah. You know, there, there's there's some there's some consistency issues where you'd be saying, hold on a second, I'll come there out there running around and we don't see them in X, Y, and Z. Um, where now you've created a part of the lore to say, like, I still think, I still think Tech will die. I think Tech okay. will, won't, won't make it out. Um, and I, I don't know about any other, you know, clone members that may not make it. But the ones that do, like, I could see Hunter, I could see Omega... You know, I could see, you know, maybe Wrecker. Like, I could see them just being the ones that, that we see stay um, behind, you know, at at, uh, at this place in the end to kind of call it their new home and, and ride off into the sunset, in theory, um, at that location. And basically, like, there's no reason they made it clear for the Empire to come. However, they did also leave the door open because they also said, like, essentially, we got some heat. If they want to bring some some fire, we got, we got something... We can take care of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that's a foreshadowing that we will. Because at first I was like, oh, they're saying that. And we're going to see the Empire just show up and take <laughs> Omega in this episode. They didn't do that. They never, never came here. So obviously they have to leave this planet or we're going to see an invasion on this place, you know, for them to take Omega. But if you do, if you did, to me, if you do this right, you let them leave. Something draws them out. Maybe they, they hear a crosshair has been taken or something and it leads them out. That's kind of how they bring in Omega right to them to be captured right from from the, the Empire. Um, like that would be that would be to me the way to go. Um, because if you if you have the Empire just show up on this island, that kind of to me undoes like the whole point of this whole episode. Like the show like, hey, we, we could settle down, but that goes out the window the moment those guys show up because now it's in their records. It's in, it, may, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. There's no peace. There's yeah. no point to go back there. You'll be found again. Um, so, yeah, this, this is some predictions, some thoughts. Hopefully, uh, you know, we do see something that draws them out of here and maybe they come back to there at a later episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it it, it kind of set up a, an invasion thing, right? Even, mm -hmm. even when... Uh, um, when Hunter was like, "Oh, yeah, something's coming," it was like it was it was just an earthquake. It wasn't right. like it wasn't. Uh, I, I was thinking that they were gonna turn around and there was a star destroyer there, and I was same, you know. But you know, it ended up being just you know a, you know a natural thing that happened in, in the planet, and they it's you know uncommon, but they've had that same problem in the past based on you know what they what was what they were talking about. So yeah i mean it it was fine i mean it, it was a good episode but at the same time it's one of those epi it's filler for sure Absolutely. i mean it could be setting up for something else but this 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 episode could have been an email um but <laughs> but but it was still a good episode that nice, was, that's nice. the thing right yeah yeah i agree i agree yeah. especially you put it in context to what we just had like 
last week what we had that crosshair episode yeah that was so was good so, good, man. so that when you jump to this it's like it's nice <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but it ain't last week no totally totally you know what wasn't that last week it was mando Oh okay. yeah. All right, all right, yeah, all right. I'm not, gonna, I'm not. gonna, I'm gonna get get sweaty here, sir. Please, please, I'm, take I'm it away. I'm gonna get sweaty. Okay. So, and you know the the whole Mando Borgathon thing that was cool, right? That that sequence with the Tie Fighters, excellent, really good stuff, right? And then you know the ending where, you know, Bo was like, well, I mean, coincidentally, I got into the waters and I haven't removed my helmet, so. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the cult. <laughs> and then, and then uh, you know, that was all, that was all cool, right? Uh, but freaking Doctor Pershing, man, because I mean, we've known that it's been two years since the end of Mando season two. Like we've gotten that, and I think uh, um, John Favreau was there. They asked him where does it fit, fit in the you know timeline is like oh yeah this is two years after Luke to grogu right so we we got that context right so we see pershing trying to kind of like amend uh some of his uh past sins in and he's trying to get into the good graces of the new republic and trying to help anywhere any way he can and you know the, the best way that he can help with is with cloning and using that tech to prolong life and you know help sick people and all that and he wants to do that but you know because of everything that happened in the past the new republic has banned that research and all that and uh, was the the female uh officer have we we saw her before briefly right yeah with last season last season yeah okay um I knew from the time, right? That so, I had I had I had a suspicion that I was wrong, right? But well, I mean, I don't know if I'm wrong, right? I will we'll know later. Okay. But I thought that uh, she was gonna be like, oh yeah, you know, you you could continue your research and keep helping the republic. Like like I thought that she, that she was actually going to help him get the equipment because they wanted him to continue the research for Snoke and. And Palpy in the in the sequels, so I thought that 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 was that was that was the plan all along, right? Uh, but no, it turns out that she actually turned him in, and uh, basically it ended up with his he, with him getting mind wiped more more than likely. So, um, I I don't know, right? It's like do do they want the research? What's going on, right? <laughs> like that that's mm-hmm. now the yeah. I have questions, which is good, right? Because it's like, well, okay, well now now we have questions about this. What the heck's going on? And you know, based on what Gideon said uh, last season. Oh, and that's another one. Another thing is like, oh yeah, Gideon like escaped during a transport <laughs> that was dropped like casually during the episode yeah, the rumors yeah. some people say yeah, yeah. <laughs> my sources are saying oh no <laughs> all right <Tim. laughs> all right and and uh <laughs> so yeah i mean it, it was it was interesting it was a really good episode right because there's a lot of mystery behind it and um a lot of like you know uh, empire backstabbing and whatnot but I, 
she's still working for for there's there's no way that she's not still working for Gideon. I mean, she totally is, right? That's my assumption, at least. So, I mean, you you know, yeah. first order or whatever, maybe I don't know. The beginnings or or Thrawn. Could be. Yeah, I mean, Space Whales were dropped in the first episode casually, right? They're setting up for that. Soka's coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, they didn't think about Thrawn. So, but yeah. And when, some I people mean, some people believe that that was Thrawn, a part of Thrawn's fleet that was uh, chasing Bo-Katan in the, in the beginning of the episode. There's oh, some really? People, okay. There's some... I'm I'm not one of those people because I'm not going to pretend to say that I, I recognized it, but there are... There are some out there who are really strongly saying that um, they recognize. The TIE fighters. They recognize. Yep, on the Tie Fighters on the ships and stuff that that was okay. a part of Thrawn's fleet. Okay. So, I don't want to say with certainty, but uh, there's definitely an inclination that it's got to either be Thrawn or Gideon. It, if not both, um, which could be interesting. Oh man, can you imagine them like pushing against each other? It was like Thrawn, I know they Thrawn both want to be do... powerful. Yeah. Yeah, because Thrawn wants to do his thing, and then and then Gideon wants to do his thing, and then you know out of out of nowhere comes Snoke. Like like we're we're clo- we're we're to the point, right? And I was like, we're well, we're we're still about twenty four years removed from Episode Seven, right? Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be thirty years after, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's still there's still time. There's still right. I mean, there, there's still plenty of time that they can you know. They don't, we don't need Snoke. plenty of adventure. Yeah, we don't need, yeah, we don't need we don't need Snoke right now, right? Uh, I know that more than likely, eventually, this show is going to lead up to that, right? Uh, yeah, but but we we still got time to just do <laughs> galaxy hijinks. But yeah, man, what do you think of all the you know the the Pershing stuff? That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my reaction, just in general, to the episode with the Doctor Pershing stuff, was like. Now we have a lot more questions than we have answers. Like this, this episode made you question a lot of things, have to guess and try and figure out and fill in the gaps. And I'm okay with that because we have plenty more Mando to go. Like we've we've got we got plenty more time to come in and and um, considering how like we mentioned in the last episode how uh, the whole theme of Mando having to bathe in the wa- waters right to be no longer an apostate like you know you 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 could imagine that could have taken three or four episodes had it been any other network right that put this out but they jumped to the point so clearly with this whole thing with dr pershing it's incredible it's it's very critical to whatever the remainder of the episodes are going to be for this show i have a sneaking suspicion that that we're going to get gideon like next episode I, I think like this is I think whoever um and what was it a- Anya 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 uh, Ava the the name of the other captain that that uh, joins yeah. up with yeah right oh, yeah. that she she reveals you know what her name is right mm-hmm. um her I could see her basically going back to meet with her master in essence of whoever she's working with you know and that's probably gonna where we're gonna get that reveal pretty early on so I don't think we're gonna be guessing this Thrawn and Gideon thing back and forth very long. Yeah. Um, her motivations to have Dr. Pershing taken out. Very curious to me. It's almost like she, yeah. she just wanted to get another chess piece off the table is how I looked at it. Because at first I thought, like you said, 
oh, this is a connection to, you know, the sequel trilogy where, you know, there's going to we're going to finally get that whole like the first bits of Snoke and this and whatever. Or or even further, like we literally heard the Plagueis music. Are you trying to say that, like, you know, maybe there was a failed attempt to bring Plagueis back or something? I could see I could see John and, and Dave trying to do something that's like goes very bold. They, they're they not afraid to, to do. They I mean, put Luke in the end of the last season. Come on, guys. They're not afraid to, to do big things. Um, <laughs> they put Luke and Ahsoka in the same scene. In the same thing. Come on, guys. Like these guys in Boba, but they don't care. Yeah. Um, and that's OK. Um, but. But I just, I, I, to me, that's a little more reaching. I, I was, you know, but I was like, hey, there's gonna be some kind of connection to the clone, 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 because they kept saying that. But I, I t- take it now more so like the moment that she got him turned in and then made sure that it wasn't enough for him to be captured, but he had to have his head scrambled. That probably has to do with, with, uh, you know, something to do with uh, her getting off the board. It's kind of cool how like. She had the red ice cream and he had the blue ice cream, kind of symbolizing like the dark side, like something very evil about her going on. I mean, you you sense everything was off, anyways. Yeah. He felt very uncomfortable. Even the way he was, Dr. Pershing was carrying himself, he was very uncomfortable throughout the episode. He was being pushed towards this, these, these feelings and emotions he's processing. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't want to make too many predictions because I think we're going to get our answers very quick. I but yeah I made a comment on social media saying like you know, on on uh, I think it was on the Rotten Tomatoes account or something because they were asking like people to drop their responsive reviews whatever for it and I said you know um, hey this 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 gives us more questions than it does answers and I'm okay with those more mando to go bro the internet there is this guy saying um you know if you if you see him out there that that's up to you I'm not telling people to attack anybody <laughs> I, I I'm not doing that. I'm just just commenting on it. Okay. But he says he says, "Oh, how could you say that? This show is such a sneeze snooze fest. Nothing's happened so far. This episode has has no nothing of importance for the future." And I'm going mm. like, "Are you watching the same show that I'm watching?" It's like I like, didn't. Well, I didn't give this one an eight. And I'm not saying this is <laughs> even a great episode. I want to be clear. Like, yeah. I think it's a I think it's a good episode. You know. Um, but like first episode, we had the IG, you know, IG eighty eight or IG eleven, whatever yeah. it is IG eleven had him basically being set up to be brought back, right? You got your your space pirate set up for the future. Your second episode, they went and the guy went back to the city of Mandalore that was supposed to be destroyed and cursed and knows what to go to and bathed in the waters, and we saw the Mythosaur. That's supposed to be the thing that now Bogotan's gonna probably have to ride on. It's because she can't get the she can't get the dark saber, but if she rides on that thing, people will follow behind her, right? Mm-hmm. And then in this episode here, we get obviously the setup of you know Bogotan and Mando coming back to the Mandalorians, telling them the waters are not cursed, everything's clear. Come on, you're gonna tell me that nothing has happened in this show? I'm not saying that it's been uh, a, a roller coaster that we're we're getting on these super fast, you know, parts of, and, of it, and, and, but it's yeah. it things are happening. And it goes back to what what we talked about last season, right? Because we we want every episode to be Luke shows up, right? And not every right. episode is gonna be that because it's like, what's the point, right? Of being just overwhelmed all the time with his episodes right so and i I don't i mean it's 
it's it's it has to do with with the fan base and and you gotta understand that that it you know storytelling takes time not you know not everything's gonna be the culmination it's like what are you gonna do for the end right it's like right you gotta you gotta you, gotta, you know you gotta save for it and then and then you know and then you know you get your big finale and, and whatnot your two-parter or whatever so you know be willing to understand that and i was like Right. I mean, the same thing happened last season. And it's like I can see it for Boba Fett, right? Because Boba Fett had a it was you know different director. Um, the way it was written uh, was written yeah. with a lot of flashbacks and here and there. And then I called it, bro. Mid season with that show. Yeah, mid season. That's when it actually got you know when Mando showed up. That's when the show got good, right? And even even the finale for a lot of people thought that that it wasn't good. I thought I thought I thought that the last episode was actually quite good for Boba Fett so um but you have to you have to power through the like the, you know up until you see Mando <laughs> so you can probably skip until you see Mando and you'll be fine and you're good yeah so uh, I mean we'll, we'll see but um we do have some more Star Wars news here coming up but let's take a break and we will be right back <laughs> and we are back <laughs> It's a good transition there. It is. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this week, we uh, during an interview, uh, Bob Iger said that they are being very careful with developing the next Star Wars films in the wake of Solo's performance uh, in the box office, and I think overall reception had to play a lot with that. Um, I think more than Solo. I know that he doesn't want to probably say it, right? But uh, the Rise of Skywalker had to play in it, too. Like, there's no going around it. <laughs> it it did, but financially, you can't deny it. When Solo's the worst financially performing, that's why it's the easy one to point at. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Like you, I, I agree. I agree <laughs> with you. Like Rise of Skywalker is absolutely. Like if, if Rise of Skywalker was anything close to Avengers Endgame, which is what it should have been. Yeah. Then, then we wouldn't be having this conversation. Absolutely. We would care less about a, a solo flopping. Yeah. So yes, you're right. You're right. Yep. Because for every Avengers, you would get a you know dark world, but you know, it's it, 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 no one asked for that movie, right? Yeah. I know that this was you know probably a passion project somewhere inside Lucasfilm for a very long time, but I, I need uh, you know he's right. It's a hundred percent right, and we've we've been saying this for a very long time, and we said it after Rise of Skywalker. This is the time where you need to take a step back, right, and yeah. let let Mando cook, and do his thing, and and you take a step a step back, and you and you plan this out properly, and you just don't give us a movie just because fans want a movie. It this is the, the moment for you to plan it plan it and plan it again <laughs> and you know have coherence between all the you know the the next series of movies or whatever you're working on like i know that fan you know what and, and, and again it's it may be too early but i i think that if they bring back ray right and they bring back someone that can pen out a cohesive story from beginning to end like a, a Ray trilogy, 
I, I think fans will be on board because you have the planning, you have the writing, you keep that same core people working in tandem to make this project. You can't have a different writers for each movie because mm -hmm. then, um, you know, that's that's where that's where things go south and and uh you end up with chris terrio and your writing team mm -hmm. <laughs> sorry yeah. i have to yeah I have, that's, to, that's, I have to say it. once you get chris in your team oh. <laughs> I, have say, I have to say it right it's i'm not saying he does great patchwork that's what he's good at <laughs> that's what he's that's done what he's good yeah, at. that's his career that's his that's his thing right but the yep. moment you call him in you know you're, you're in trouble <laughs> so <laughs> You gotta, you gotta make sure that uh, it's pretty good. That Chris Terry is very far away from this project, and uh, you have uh, a a team that's dedicated, working in uh, in 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 synergy and moving this thing along. You know, but uh, I don't know. Uh, he he also had some uh, stuff to say about Marvel, Joe. But go ahead. Yeah, um, I I I hundred percent agree. Like when when he's talking about taking it slow and you know, really uh, reevaluating. I think it's, it's a smart thing to say. He's got to, you know, Papa Iger's got to step in and, 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 and bring balance to the force right now. And, and that's, that's the right thing to do. Now, I still think, like I said this last week, this is still an indictment on Kathleen Kennedy. The fact that Star Wars, Star Wars, we're talking about, it's going to be at least five years. So we have a brand new movie since the last movie came out. Film. I'm talking about TV shows. A Star Wars movie. Five years we're going to go at least without a new Star Wars film. That is insane. I could not imagine Marvel saying five years. Let's stop right now. Five years you're going to get a new movie. Can you imagine them doing that? Yeah, it's, it's, tough. it's tough. I'm not saying five movies or all that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying one movie. I think it's the right decision that they stop and that Star Wars disappears from the big screen until they get the right thing. I think I'm okay with this. Oh, like we lived yeah. through, we lived through the the wait from the prequel to the sequels, right? You know that was a long time. Then, you know, and um, from the uh, you know from the OT to the from the OT to OT, the OT, yeah, OT to the, to the prequels, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. So we we know we know what it means to wait, but this is a different time. You've got Disney behind you. So I think, and I think I was saying the right things. Um, I'm not when I and also I want to be clear when I said earlier on about how like Rise of Skywalker should have been Avengers Endgame. I don't mean that it should have been like the top box office movie of all time or something. I'm not saying that, right? It doesn't need to be Avatar: The Way of Water. I'm just saying the movie needs <clears throat> to be something that is a spectacle. That's an event that people have to go out and watch. Just that edit. That edit that, that someone on the internet did and added the force ghosts at the end. Just that one That's thing. That's what I'm saying. That yep. one simple thing, dude. Bring the saga together. It just changed the movie, the ending of the movie so much that it's like, come on, man. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I... Yeah. You know, they they, they really... <laughs> Talk about dropping the ball, man. Right. And it's it's unfortunate. And I know, I mean, what's that... Uh, um. The uh, Jurassic World guy, uh, director that, yes. that did the uh, that was on on for to do 
the third movie. And, Gareth Edwards. And, or, no, Gareth no. Edwards was uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. Sorry. Though um, uh, so Jules yeah. fact checking here. Uh, I am. Uh, he yes, is. yes, this guy, Jurassic World man. <laughs> Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. So I mean, he did some some weird and wacky things on his uh. You know, like the best car helmet for Kylo Ren, and that like some of the things that he, that, that baby, that that evil baby Sith, that that he found in like a bog or something. That yes. was it was all funky and weird, but you know they they it, it actually tied up things better than 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 Rise of Skywalker in, in certain areas, right? I would say I would say that probably you know you you could have taken half of these ideas and mixed it up with Rise of Skywalker and that probably would have given you given you a better movie honestly see but this is the problem like you're you already just nailed it when you said early on you need, like you have multiple teams involved you're going to have like this where you're going to say this is good that is bad wish they could have done this wish they could have done that you don't have something that's stitching it together to have one straight build up of a story whether that's the same writing team whether it's the same directors or if that's just someone being like Kevin Feige, who's just holding it all together and taking a leadership and saying, this is the plan we are sticking to. You come in is what we're going to do. Not, <laughs> okay, sure, you sell me on this, you sell me on that. It's still all over the place. So so this reminds me of Sonic 2. Not the movie, the video game. Okay, I was like... <laughs> so Sonic 2... Um, I, 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 don't, I can't remember if it's half and half or if it's two-thirds and a third... But I know that there are some levels that were designed by, you know, the the, o, the OG team in Japan and Juji Naka and this guys, right? Um, and there was a few levels that were done in the U.S. like for by Sega of America, and mm-hmm. and you can tell you can tell which levels are the ones that uh, Sega of America made, and that's savage. the same thing that happened with with uh, Star Wars. It's like, oh, yep. you you know you know who did this thing. You know, and I and I know that I'm the you know I don't. They were in a tough spot, right? They lost Carrie Fisher, and you know that, that they, yes, that threw off that, plans. That that those really, uh, really, really you know unfortunate, and you know to this day, uh, whether dark. you like it or not, you know it really it really cost us, um, yeah. you know having the, the 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 I guess the movie that fans deserved, and also the 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 what she deserved as a as a send off i think i mean I, I, her send off was heroic right but because of the limitations that they had to work with um it, it just wasn't as impactful i think the impact came with Shui was just crying on the floor that's what got me right but I, they were in a tough spot, you know, and, and it's, never, it's, so it's very we unfortunate. we never had the three, the OG trilogy people together. That was never the plan. I can't believe that, was that never the no plan, one right? said, in a meeting said, nah, we got to at least have one last mission together. Yeah. I understand. I'm not even against necessarily killing them off. And that's a hot topic for me to say that. Like, yeah. I understand that. Is that a, that's not well received in all Star Wars, right? Yeah. But like you, you could you could have offed Han, Han and and still had that have all three of them, right? right? Plan it better, right? Yeah, that's the thing that they have to be together. Plan it better, yeah. It's the planning, right? Right, and that's and that's what the problem is. So I, I don't know. Um, 
it, we'll see what the future holds for my favorite franchise. Um, and hopefully they can they can. I mean the 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 ship's been turned for sure, right? Mando has I agree has given us, uh, you know, absolutely incredible moments, better than than the you know the the single trilogy, and I think Andor still like absolutely yep. masterful tale, you know, of you know war and all that. It's it's fantastic. So. Uh, and then there's Boba Fett, <laughs> which I would which still I, watch. I, I, still, I would yeah. still watch part. There's parts of Boba Fett, yeah, that are that are just awesome. Yeah, exactly like a Bantha. So, uh, all right, yeah, and then um, you know, uh, and then Jill, what what did he mention about Marvel? Because I I, I only read the Star Wars part because <laughs> I'm burnt out on Marvel. <laughs> yeah, <so>. well he. <laughs> Well, the, the long the long and short of it is is that you know Iger was saying that everything's fine with Marvel, um, and that basically there's nothing inherently off, but you don't need every character to have uh, a sequel, you know, like that that a continuation of their of their stories. We can do new things. Um, and you're saying, and, and like I do think that there is a problem with the brand, and and, and you know I think a lot of people have said like he's what he's saying here is again damage control um but like he he basically is saying like in the next avengers movie next avengers films his his exact quote was to the to the, you know the shareholders his people were saying like they're going to reset the entire team like there's going to be entirely new avengers i don't think it's entirely new like we've already seen spider-man be an avenger we've already seen you know hulk be an avenger but I don't mean that they're going to be in it we, we we feel pretty, I feel pretty confident saying they're going to be in it. But we don't know that. <laughs> I have a prediction. I don't have yeah. my Lolo stick here with me. Please. Oh. <laughs> I don't have my Wololo stick. The lightsaber stick. truth. Yeah, the lightsaber truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I have a prediction. And because uh, this broke what, this morning, I think. Willow is not renewed for a second season. That was canceled straight Shocker. up. I don't uh, other than that than, than, than a, a mutual friend of ours I don't think anyone watched it. <laughs> I yep I I heard good things early and then I didn't hear anything again. Yeah. And I was so, like, "Uh-oh." With that said, um I think I think the uh, I think She-Hulk season 2 is completely out of the question at this point. Like that's yeah. said and done. There there's no way it's going to happen, dude. There's yeah. no way. Like if they did that to Willow, they're Come on, no. <laughs> right? I'm getting actually angry thinking about Shield right now. It's so enraging. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I. Well, like I said, maybe there's always a secret invasion, and they can use that. You know, yeah. the scrolls to fix everything. Oh, you thought Shield was acting weird? Was it really her? Was yes. it really her? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then all's forgiven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. Talk about uh, race-inducing, at least for some people, right? Uh, I, I, I am indifferent towards it, but um, a trailer for The Little Mermaid dropped this past oh, Sunday okay, during okay. the Academy Awards, and um, it the reaction to it was to be expected, question mark? Um, like I said, I'm indifferent towards it. I yeah. actually think it looks pretty cool, right? Like the underwater sure. thing and all that, Yeah. right? Um, I mean, it seems like it's pretty faithful to 
you know, the the uh, the Disney movie. I, that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to get into controversy. Like I said, I'm indifferent. I have, I have no problems with, you know, casting choices and all that. I'm <clears throat> I'm over that. Um you know, I don't I really don't care, but you know, as long as it's a competent actor, I don't I really don't care that who who you pick to play your characters. It's fine. Right? Um that you know, they've uh, I think that for a lot of people this is a very disappointing but to me, it looked fine. I don't, I don't see why. I mean, I'm not gonna go watch this movie. <laughs> like, it's not the movie for me, right? It's like oh, I'm gonna go out of my way. Like, Come on, open. <clears throat> she watched the trailer and she was indifferent towards it too. So see, okay, okay. You know, um, which is interesting. Yeah. Because you know we saw. Did we see Cinderella in the movie theater? The remake. Cinderella was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, we got we got and we have it on Blu-ray. Yeah, and we, you know, Beauty and the, Beauty and the not, Beast. Not yeah. talked about much. That's good. No, it was good. And Beauty and the Beast was good. I th- I thought it was actually yep. it was quite good. You know, yep. even with Emma Emma Watson's auto tune, it's it's fine. Right. You know. <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing, right? So people aren't mad about Emma Watson, you know, with the auto tune. All like they're not mad with the casting with that. No. But then you've got like an actual singer playing Ariel. <laughs> yeah, no, right, right. <laughs> Which sounds really good. Like, I, like does. close your eyes and just listen to her singing. She you know, does, yeah. and you're like, "This is Ariel. This yeah. is great." She does. Um, I, I just, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I know where people are coming from, right? Yeah. And and it's a whole why is Goku white from Dragon Ball Evolution, <laughs> and I and I hate it, right? But yeah, you know, yeah, Dragon yeah, Ball yeah. Dragon Ball Evolution could have cast, you know, a, a Donnie Yen back then. He was young yeah. as Goku, yeah. and it was still a bad movie that didn't save right. it. Right? That's true. That's true. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's a good point. So that's the thing, right? As long as you have a competent actor playing the role, I don't, I don't care who that character is. It's, it's, it's yeah. what it is. It's fine. You know. But. The, the to me they're holding out on the Melissa McCarthy stuff like they're only showing certain parts of her I don't think that's going to be good mm. I think that's actually out of all the things that I, that I took away see I think but, Ursula but might be a little might not be great here's the thing right and my only question they have to but two right two two opinions I have about that is um or, Ursula is it's probably the more over one of the more over the top Disney villains out there mm-hmm. uh, from the original, right? To have Melissa McCarthy do it here, I think it's actually quite a good choice. Oh, I don't have any problem with the yeah. casting. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's the problem. I it's just don't the think per- that the, the character is going to visually okay. going to oh, work. Visually, is what okay, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Like they are uh, hiding, and I don't think. I think it's because it's not great. That's just my my theory. Okay, I see. Of all the from. characters to hide showing. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. Um, Showing much of, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you gonna play? Who are you gonna have to play, uh, like human or something? Right. Yeah. Right. I know. That's the I question. Am. That's because there's that that I don't mind them holding out on, like because it's yeah. gonna be a human, right? That's it could why. be. A, yeah, but it could why, be a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be a surprise, yeah. right? But but why why regular Ursula is being is a little, you know, we get everything else, Sebastian, and you know. Uh, also yeah Sebastian, Sebastian freaked me out dude yeah, yeah. So, and I and I get it 
right? It's, it's like it's, the Lion it's King. Re- realism, yeah. No, well, not even because like at least the Lion King, you know, you get a lion. It's it's hard to have the expressions, but it's still competent, right? Because it, it looked really, really good. Same, but yeah. but Sebastian, and I think it's just my my disdain for shellfish in general. <laughs> Wait, I thought I you just, were gonna eat a shrimp just, on the show. I just the, uh, find, I just, I just found found here. You know what? I, I found Sebastian offensive. Out of all the <laughs> things in this trailer, clip it. <laughs> because you know, I hate shellfish, and here's this red crab with its weird eye antenna eyes looking at the camera. Talking like a Jamaican dude, you're freaking me out, bro. But that's the character, Obed. No, no. You want the character him to change the hum- character? He has a human mouth, Joe. I don't know. Give him a. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I was like, hey, this I look a pretty good, Ariel. No, that's terrible. Yeah, but that's the. I mean, like I'm saying, it's for realism. No. It's for realism. Oh no, no. It's this isn't a cartoon. It was disgusting. It was. <laughs> It was offensive, Joe. I am offended by the red crab. You're offended that it looked like a real crab. I am offended crab. that it looked like a real crab. <laughs> how I, dare they make I, a crab look how, like a real crab? How dare, give, how dare they try to make me empathize with shellfish? <laughs> Disney's going to love this. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. We're, we're good. joking. Like, like I said, you know, um, the movie's not for me. Um, yeah. uh, will, will I watch it? Probably. I may watch it with a wife whenever something's Sure, different. sure, yeah. Honestly. Makes sense. That's the thing. Um, you know, with all, thing, all things considered, right, I think that, that Peter Pan thing that they showed a few weeks ago for those going to Disney oh, Plus yeah. looked way worse. That did not look great. Uh, okay. That did not look so, great. Pause. Yeah. So is this, is this, uh, are these two projects JPEG projects? Fact check. When were when okay. was this put into production? Okay. <clears throat> cause, cause this has you know, paycheck written all over it. <laughs> I, I I agree. <laughs> July twenty twenty one. Okay. Yep. January to January to July twenty twenty one. Does that sound like uh yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah there you go. Because it was 2020, yeah. So, all right. Well, this is like I, I didn't need my lightsaber of truth, but I still, I still got it. I still got the touch, I man. Can't wait. <laughs> 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 I still got the touch. Oh <sighs> all right. Well, look, look, look. Here's the yeah. thing, though. Okay. The thing with the Peter Pan situation and Little Mermaid, and I think just in general some of the future of these animated uh, animated adaptations to live action. Congratulations to Guillermo del Toro by winning over everything. On- right. Yeah. I think a lot of the ones from the Disney side just has to do with them just trying to retain rights. I, I, mm-hmm. I think that's just what it is. You know, keeping the IP close to Disney, there's probably plenty of legal stuff involved. I'm not saying that they're not trying to make quality projects out of them. I'm not saying that at all. But I do think that there's... There's, you, you, why all of a sudden are we getting a bunch of these being remade? Because okay. Disney's not original anymore? No, the gonna, Disney has original concepts for sure. I'm going to blow your socks off with an original concept, concept, sir. You've been to Filler Magic, right? Yep. 
why not make a CG Little Mermaid like Frozen? You would make double the money, dude. I don't know, man. Oh, bro. You know what? I showed the trailer to my daughter today. And you know what she said? I'm not going to watch it because it's real people. <laughs> it's real people. How dare they make how real dare people they replace, a real mermaid? How dare they put real Disney, people? Yeah. And that it's, Ariel She on, probably heard you talking about the, 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 the crab, and she was like, yeah, Dad. <laughs> that, looks a, that Ariel on, on The Little Mermaid uh, uh, on sequence on Filler Magic looks, looks excellent. Um, Why not make like a stylized? It's starting to look old. You know? It's not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, but it still it still looks fine, right? No, no, sure, sure, it works. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's it, they should they they could have done that. <clears throat> Made yeah. double the money. They could have double the money. If this mo if this movie is probably gonna do like like what like a buck fifty probably like two hundred, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's very. Fit. I think the reviews are going to really tell us. Okay. Because if the reviews are really bad, yeah. Um. Then I I think we're we're not even going to get a hundred thousand uh, for yeah. opening weekend. I'm yeah. not. I'm not talking about all overall opening weekend specifically, which is the real make or break. Yeah. Um. But if the reviews are decent, just I'm not even saying great, but just decent, I think we can crack a hundred k. Oh, Don't yeah. underestimate the Disney. The Dis- oh, Disney mean, people will, will 100K pay. You mean 100K meaning like, like a million? Or oh, like, oh, 100 like a million. Million, or... 100 million. 100 million. 100 million. My bad. My bad. Oh, okay, 100 million. 100, okay. 100 million opening weekend, I think, if if it's good. Just because, again, don't underestimate the Disney. Fan, like these, fandom, these are the yeah. people who who will stand in line for popcorn buckets and yeah, yeah. all this oh, stuff. Yeah, like yeah, right, I right, won't, right. I will not yeah. battle those people. Do you see um, that Mario's so, tracking for so, yeah. uh, for 90 million opening week? I th- that's so underestimated. It is right. That is that's gonna be, that could be double that, bro. That movie's gonna be two billion. I'm dude. telling you I'm right telling now, you. Yeah. that could be could be two hundred. Yeah, could oh. be could be one fifty to two hundred for opening weekend. It's probably gonna be the, the you know what in America, not worldwide. Okay, Wololo stick again. Um, I I think this movie's probably gonna be the biggest opening since like maybe Spidey, like. like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I agree. Yeah, they're not. The theaters aren't ready. Oh yeah, no, they're not ready. So and it, and if for some reason, for some reason it ain't, week two is gonna be amazing. It's oh, gonna yeah. be one of those because which yep. I think regardless both ways it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Um, because word of mouth's gonna be really really that, good, assuming that the reviews yeah. come out fine. And then third week's gonna be Easter week because and you know that people are gonna oh, go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Get your family, get your kids. So that, that movie is probably going to be number one for like a month, dude. Yeah, bro. Yep. All right. And it's only an hour and a half. They can have so many showings constantly going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's going to be it's gonna be good. All right. W, what are you doing? Joel, tell us what's going on in the WBs this week. Oh, Warner, Warner. Um, so yeah, we we had we're having a, a week right now, um, and a lot of it picked up from yesterday. Yeah. Um, 
we had starting yesterday, and I didn't. I don't think I had this on the docket. You probably got to see it, uh, Obed. But basically, Zack Snyder on Twitter teased a something said hashtag full circle. I don't know if you got to see this, Obed. Yep. And um, basically said save the date. Uh, this thing coming out in April April twenty eighth through the tw- through the thirtieth. And it had a dark seed, um, you know, little stinger kind of thing attached to it, right? So, very bizarre. Um, and that that most people started to guess what what even that's supposed to mean. Within an hour, I want to say after that came about, James Gunn jumps on Twitter, personally announces on his own accord. Yeah, guys, it's it's true. I'm directing the new Superman movie. I've always wanted to. My dad died, you know, years ago, and we all he loved, you know, we bonded over comics. We didn't bond over much, but comics was our thing. Real personal story, all this kind of stuff, right? Saying like how like he really wants to make Superman legacy special, which is cool, but you cannot think that timing is not more ironic mm-hmm. <clears throat> because the DC Zack Snyder people. <laughs> They were going crazy on social media when that video, because they were like, oh, this means something's happened. The Netflix, you know, there's been these, is, the Netflix, the Netflix thing real. that everybody real, keeps yeah. wanting, right? Keeps uh, saying yeah. stuff. <laughs> so uh, if you go on the No Low Time Twitter, you'll see, I'm going to pull up the, the results right now. But if you go on the No Low Time Twitter, jumped into the conversation, we put out a poll, said, what do you think the Zack Snyder announcement is he's teasing? Uh, first option was Zack Snyder's uh, Snyderverse is saved. Second option was he's directing a DC film. The third option was SnyderCon, which I don't know if you saw the rumors. There was um, someone that I do not believe to someone I do not have to be believed to be that reputable. But you know, even a broken clock, you know, is right once. Um, you know, said so that that's, that that this is actually going to be a SnyderCon announcement. And then last I said was to something else. Out of those those answers, we had over twenty one votes, and we got. Um, Snyderverse saved was 43%. Right behind it was he's directing a DC film, 29%. SnyderCon, 14%. Something else, 14%. So most people believed that the Snyderverse was saved based on the poll that we put out. That's how strongly this thing started picking up with just a simple tweet with that video. Um, Incredible. I don't believe that the Snyderverse is saved. I'm sorry. Um, I don't, I don't don't believe that um, that he's directing something for DC either. Personally, wouldn't be surprised if it's something much smaller than we think it is. Like he's writing a comic, like he's writing a dark seat comic or okay. something. Yeah, yeah. And he's dipping his feet in that, or oh, or man, he's, why why do it like that though? And, or and have he's, people because he knows, right? He knows his fan base, and he knows his fan base. Or to me, I would say you have a better chance of him saying. April 28th through 30th, something like that, that weekend, whatever, we are going to be showing my Justice League in theaters in IMAX. I could see that also. Like, go get to the theaters and go watch this thing in IMAX these days. But the timing you can, the fact that even 
Gun isn't timing in saying anything because he just puts out this thing to kind of look at this hand. I know you like Snyder versus Superman and and Henry Cavill, but like look over here. You know, I, I'm I'm making a movie, guys, that you already announced, but I'm directing it. Yeah, come on, bro, it's posturing. And he just yeah, he just jumped on it. It's like yeah, Superman's mine. Yeah, very awkward timing. Yeah, it is. Then we get <laughs> today the Batflex stuff. <laughs> oh my goodness okay so ben affleck has a few different quotes one of them he said in an interview he was talking about how he's like i finally got my my i finally got it down you know acting as batman uh, i finally figured it out in this movie the flash movie he's referring to but he's like i'm only in it for, for five minutes <laughs> which we all figured wasn't gonna be that much anyways but dang that's that's uh that's really short yeah um and then the real kicker was when he was asked about directing a, a Batman movie. And he straight up said, I will not be directing anything for James Gunn and DC. And then people started going crazy. I was like, oh, shots fire. And then he came out later today saying, no, no, you guys took it out of context. It's just that I like the guy. But I don't want whatever they're doing. I don't want to be a part of. Which made it even worse. <laughs> so, because I had people messaging me saying, yeah. the moment you have to say, like, nothing against the guy <laughs> continues the conversation. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, the moment you do, like, yeah, you know, I have yeah. to another personal against them. But, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is, I mean, this is the guy that, that, that James Gunn personally yeah. makes a statement <laughs> we went out and we just ate the other day together we broke oh, bread man. and we were talking and, and he straight up said it is we got receipts folks we are looking i am talking to him about directing because ben affleck wants to direct something for, for dc and we're figuring it out and then ben affleck's like oh no 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 i don't want to do a thing <laughs> specifically with james gunn he didn't say dc ever again he just said james gunn which means that this man still has his respect for Zack snyder he also called out Joss Whedon in his again in his thing, talking about yep. how depressed he was working with Joss Whedon. He hated himself, and it just it was terrible. And you could see it. I mean, he, he got fat, and then that and that that version. I mean, it was just he was he was going through personal stuff. It wasn't a good time. Yeah. Um. But you know, look, I, I this timing of this stuff just reinvigorates the whole restore the Snyderverse people. Who won't let it go? We know it's over. It's done. They're not. It's not. It's not going back. So would I like to see Netflix so, <laughs> do something where they say the Snyderverse there? And but why would they do both? That's so, a lot of money. So we're gonna get Justice League two, Netflix exclusive, directed by Ben Affleck, executive producer Zack Snyder, and everyone's back. I would watch it. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's back. Yeah. I mean. Honestly, honestly, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, all right, a boy can dream, but yeah, yep, very, very interesting stuff going over there, sir. We're out of time. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, we got a, a couple of uh, gaming rumors. You know, Microsoft's out there saying that they are already working on their next Xbox, which is to be expected. These things are usually start about a year after release from the previous gen. And, um, you know, same goes for PlayStation, um, PS4, PS5 Pro rumors. Some people saying that's coming out like next month, which is ridiculous, I think. Um, 
some other Switch rumors happening because they're started, you know, answering questions about the Switch's future and what they're going to do. So um, stay tuned for that. But Joel, in the meantime, we're going to PS5 PS5 Pro's coming out 2024. Um, is that your my, is that your your lightsaber that's my truth prediction. moment? Okay. I'm not saying that's that's my lightsaber truth. Yeah. Um, but I'm not saying if it's first quarter or last quarter. I'm not saying what, but 2024. Okay. Anyways, folks, thank you so much for sticking with us. We're trying to grow, and we need your help. We need you guys to subscribe. If you're watching, you we need to hit the subscribe button on the video on our YouTube channel. You need to subscribe to our podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon Music. Please hit that subscribe button, follow. We need that support. It really helps us out We're trying to grow as much as we can. We're not asking for your money. We're asking for you to click a button. That's all we need you guys to do. Make sure that you're liking the videos. You're sharing these with your friends and family. You also can write a review on the podcast platforms. You could write a review on like Spotify or Apple or Amazon Music. And that also helps people find the show. Follow us on social media. Got to get those numbers up. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, maybe. For <laughs> now. Here in America. <laughs> uh, but uh, follow us on, on these places. Really appreciate it. Also, we're on Twitch. So no load time altogether on Twitch. That's no load time altogether. And last but not least, if you have a question, comment, or feedback, you can send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. We got much more coming, so stay tuned. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you, guys. Stay safe, and we'll see you again next time.